everyone. Welcome to Living in the Question podcast. I'm Sadie. I'm Elena. And hello, Elena. Hello. How are you? I never know what to say after that part, but um, I'm doing good for the most part. Um, yeah, let's just jump right in. Yep. Manu. Where are you at? Um, so with our little awareness check-in, I just finished my fourth day of school. We had a four-day retreat from Thursday to Sunday and from like eight in the morning till three thirty, we just dove into some really really like deep concepts and I don't know my awareness is all over the place I'm so aware of so many parts of myself I'm so aware of the parts of me that are hidden which is weird but I'm aware of them um something really I don't know. I think the thing, though, that I want to focus on that I'm really aware of is, like, being home for these last four days. So I do class on Zoom, and being home for these last four days and being in my space. Okay, hold on. We got to push pause. Jack's tearing up a box, and you can probably hear it. Sadie's dog is kind of a little shithead, if you haven't realized. We mm-hmm. noticed that on the adoption episode that Sadie was sharing her story that Jack was barking for like 30 seconds straight. Yeah. But we were so in the conversation that we didn't really even notice. Yeah. Like, I don't remember him barking, right. but. So we apologize for that. But also. Also, he's a little <laughs> shit. where we're at. And this is, this is real. <laughs> this is real life. We're sitting outside again today. Yeah. So anyway. Um, yeah, being home for these last four days, I don't know. I was, I was so much less stressed. I was way aware of just myself and my go, go, go mentality. And when I'm working, that's, I have to be in that space when I'm at work. I have my job. I'm training someone new, some, an employee left. So now I'm doing their job my job and training all at the same time. And I am, I'm running around, go, 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 go. And then the second I get done, I'm running to go get, you know, go get Odin. And if I have Odin that day, or if I don't have Odin that day, then I have all these things I need to do at home. Like I'm just so nonstop going. And I've talked about it on previous episodes. I'm trying to create more space for myself to be, and to not feel like I have to go, go, go. And I guess just being home for these last four days, I was so aware of the part of me that creates that. Oh yeah. The part of me that wants, wants a job that isn't eight to five that I have to, you know, go to and go, go, go all day. Like I'm just so aware of the part of me that is excited to transition into a different phase of life. Mm. I'm ready to let go of my job. It won't be for a couple more years because my school is still two more years till I can start accepting clients to do healings. But I'm so excited. I'm excited for that time to be able to like create my life in a new way where it's not so go, go, go all the time. Right? Right. Yeah. Well, time is a construct that was created by humans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. It's not real. Right it's, it's an illusion. Yeah. And I've noticed the past couple weeks with me quitting my job that I've been at since they started, that was hard. Yeah. I shed a lot of tears over it. Cause I'm like, what the hell? Why is my life so drastically changing? Yeah. 
like in the last six months, so much has changed and it's beautiful and I'm grateful for it. And I am in control, but also there's so much of me that feels like I'm not. Yeah. Because it's all open now, right? There's more space. Well, my heart is guiding. Mm -hmm. My mind is like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Like clinging on to what's familiar ego, obviously, because that's what it does. It helps save us. So thank you ego. Mm -hmm. But my heart's like, nope, you're not doing that anymore. You're doing that. Mm -hmm. And it feels like timelines are just collapsing anymore I don't even know what day it is but does it matter yeah every day is just a day it doesn't even matter what day it is and in the new earth that is happening fifth dimension how we're all ascending they say timelines will collapse the whole eight to five thing where we're all slaving away to earn the check to pay for the house that we're told we need Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I know we need a place to live but I'm saying like we're all so conditioned to think that these are all the things we have to do. And these are all the things that we need. And yeah. this is what success looks like. It's so structure-based, right? It's so like structure-based. our life with this agenda right. or that we need to get to, this place we need to get to, these things we need to have, this, yeah, it's all about like our physical reality. Like, yeah, because that's know, what success world. looks like. Right. And that's, that's literally where a lot of people's awareness is. Oh yeah. A lot of people aren't Even aware ours. that there's another way, right? We're barely breaking out of it. Right. But that's how we're conditioned. How we've always been conditioned to be is structure. That 3d. Yeah. That's the 3d world, but ascending to the 5d mm. that's all about openness and love and just basically like the way that I view it, it's like living in the clouds, kind of like we're all just going to help each other out of love and kindness and joy and prosperity and all these beautiful, wonderful things. And I mean, ideally live off the land. Like why, why are we all going to work in these big metal buildings, slaving away on a freaking computer screen to make the person who owns the company rich? Yeah. Right. Just to earn our paycheck and we're bowing and we're like, oh yeah, pay me money so I can afford this house that I'm going to show off to all my friends. Right. It's dumb. Can you imagine like if each person was like truly seated in themselves and healing their ego and getting, getting to a place where you recognize your own intuition? Can you imagine? Well, it's happening. What would happen? It is happening. that nine to five job, right? Like when you get to that place, you start to recognize like, oh, this isn't what it's about. And when you start to like follow your true soul's purpose, you could be doing a job that makes you feel fulfilled every oh, yeah. single day, but isn't a stressor. Yeah. And each of us should be doing that thing. I'm getting full body chills because it's so true. Each, each of us should be like, you know, living our purpose. Yes. And tapping into truly like what feels right to us to be doing on a daily basis. And like, can you imagine if each person did that had a job it wouldn't be a job anymore right it would just be doing what makes your heart feel good every right. day in service of others too yeah, and how much everyone would grow mm-hmm. like oh my gosh it's happening it is it really is like yeah. we're ascending to higher dimensions it's the new earth it's right. real it's it's happening there's yeah. so much evil and negativity and hatred and self-loathing Right. But the key to living a more fulfilled life is stepping out of that and stepping into first and foremost, the key is self-love. Yep. Literally. If we can learn to love ourselves, Mm. that's literally the key. If Mm -hmm. you're living in self-love, you're going to radiate that energy outward. 
Right. And people will feel it. And you have self-compassion for yourself, in which in turn makes you more, more compassionate for, for others, others and more compassionate for others. Like it really does all start with like coming into the self, into your own self. Right. Yeah. And then you see others for where they're at and you try to, even if you can't understand it, you acknowledge the fact that, oh, hey, I don't know what that person's been through today or yeah. throughout their whole life. I have no idea what they're going through, what battles they're facing. And yeah, maybe they're not treating other people kindly, but it's also not my job to try to get revenge or try to mm. get justice or try to, you know, mess with their own Change shit. Them. It's their mm. karma that they're living. Yeah. The law of attraction for themselves has nothing to do with me. Mm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So in my, in my world, you just went through four days of not working, but you were doing school. I'm taking this whole next week off Yeah, because I don't start my new job until next week. So can you tell us a little bit about like what happened, like with the decision to quit your job? You don't have to go too deep into it. There's, it was crazy, but I'm sure everyone's wondering like, wait, what you quit your job? Cause you talked about, Oh, I'm going to quit my job, but now you're here. Yeah. I quit my job. What was that like? What does it feel like? Um, so I've worked at the same company for seven years now. My dad was actually one of the owners when it first started. And then he had a falling out with one of the other owners and kind of, he was bought out. It wasn't very pretty. I had to confront the current owner about it because that's my dad and it was kind of ugly. And then we worked it out. And then my husband at the time worked there too. And he quit. And then that was a whole thing between Mm -hmm. me and the owner. And it was like, every single time something like that went down, it made me so sick inside. Cause I was like, it is just not me. And to... you're a core part of that company. Yeah. You were a huge I part. I was there when they started. And you did what? The company was. And was at the top. Yeah. I was a controller. I handled all the finances and like the bookkeeping. Yeah. The payroll, all of that kind of stuff. And I was happy there. They, I worked at home the whole time. I would go into the office when I felt like it, but I kind of had free will to go and do because I did my job. It was never a thing. Right. So I was able to work at home, which I loved. Mm-hmm. And I mean, working from home is hard because yeah. you're trying to balance home work life and it was difficult, but I loved it and I was paid really good, but I also had a lot of responsibility and it was good. But the company actually, right after my dad was bought out, the owner announced that he was selling the company. And he's actually selling the company to a company that owned the previous company that I worked for. Mm. And so we're going to become sister companies with the previous company that I worked for. Mm. Well, fast forward a year and then we're told, oh, hey, by the way, we're actually merging with that company. Mm. So essentially, oh, hey, you guys are all going back to that company. Mm. You're going to be employees of that company and you're going to do this and you're going to do that. And it was like, wait, what? Like, it just didn't fit. I felt like, no, I'm not. Yeah, instantly. I was just like, no, I'm not. That's because you're in tune with your intuition. Uh Your heart is like, wait, I don't see that Wait, no, I'm not. (laughs) Yeah. It's this. Mm. Okay. Anyway, so then I went up there to a meeting thinking, okay, there was still a part of me that was like, okay, I'm going. Because I was like, I have goals right now. I'm living with my parents. I'm waiting to buy a place. Mm -hmm. How am I going to afford a place if I don't have a job? Yeah. And I want a decent place for me and my kids, you know, and I'm like, I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck. I always promised myself I would never do that. Yeah. Which right before you quit, you were starting to toy with the idea of, of just stay because I don't, I don't have another job. What do I do? Right. And now I'm a single mom. Yeah. So then there was this whole aspect of like, 
oh my God, I'm a single mom. So then I kind of started to like go back to my marriage and thinking of like, oh my God, like when I was married, I was going to quit my job and I was going to be a stay at home mom. Mm. Oh my God. And then I started to kind of fall into this whole of like, why am I one of the people whose marriage doesn't work out? Yeah. Why am I one of the people who didn't have a deep, real, true spirit connection with my spouse? Why am I one of the ones, you know, just, just falling into that whole, yes. And I was, and I, and I fall into it still. Like I did this morning for a couple minutes, but then I, it it always comes back to just, I knew I had to leave. Yeah. I don't, I can't explain it. My mind and my heart were fighting. My mind's like, what are you doing? But my heart was like, I'm out. Yeah. And then it happens again with my job. I went up there to their office for a meeting and they were telling me all the stuff that needed to be done within the next two weeks. Because from the time that we found out that we were merging to the time that all of my coworkers are working in that office was literally a span of two weeks. Mm-hmm. It was over freaking night. Yeah. It was fast Just and transition. It didn't feel good. Yeah. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like the fact that I felt like a slave who was being told what to do. And this is what you're doing if you want a job. And your heart doesn't feel right yeah. about it. So you're like, no, I'm no, not. I'm not. When I went up to that meeting and they mm-hmm. were telling me all the stuff that needed to be done for the merge and how things were going to go going forward. I remember just leaving and I went, I drove home and I went and sat down at the back table and was telling my parents, like, this is what they said needs to be done. And I felt stressed and I was just like, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I'm not. So yeah. I called my boss the next day and I was like, Hey, by the way, I'm not going. And at this time you still had probably that feeling at this of, time I had no other I job do, I had no other I'm job doing it yeah like mm. it, I was like holy shit okay I guess I'm just gonna take time off maybe I'll go be a coffee barista or go do something fun did you feel like you just stepped into this place of like I'm gonna trust that the universe is yes, gonna full trust because I'm going with my heart that the universe is gonna support me in whatever way right and it is mm. I still like I just fully it believe did. it it did because and I experienced that six months ago when I left a marriage I was in for yeah. seven years mm. I experienced that same thing so I kind of already had that in my belt I was like oh I know that by following my heart shit works right. even though it's freaking hard yeah. it's so hard mm-hmm. but it's worth it and yeah. I know now in my mind now my mind and my heart connect with mm. the marriage for a long time it didn't I knew I was following my heart go that way my head was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you yeah. doing now? Six months later, I'm at a place where I'm like, oh my God, hello. Now Thank God you followed your it. heart. Mm. And my mind's like, good job. Good job. You know, <laughs> patting my heart on the now back. You like did it. Catching up. Yeah. Right. Yes. The mind follows the heart. Mm. Lead with your heart. Oh, That's just a freaking snippet. But mm. it's so crazy how it went down because a few months back, I had someone from another company approach me who worked with me at Brahma. And she's like, oh, my God, I, I remember you like you were good. Hey, are you looking for a job? And they sent me an offer because at that mm-hmm. time I was like, yes, I mean, offer and I'll see. Yeah. And it was the same for what I'm making. And I was like, you know what? No, like I'm good. I'm comfy where I'm at. Yeah. But I knew something was about to change. Shifting. So when I finally made the decision to leave this current company, um. I made the decision. I told my boss. And then a couple weeks later, I was meeting with another guy I work with to do some billing. And he, we kind of sat down and talked and he's like, wait, you're leaving and you don't even have another job. Mm-hmm. And I was like, actually, yeah, I, I don't. And he's like, you're going to let hate and resentment get in the way of 
your life. Like you're not going to be able to buy a house if you stay with, if you leave. And I'm like, holy shit, you're right. And he got in my head. Yeah. And I don't blame him because parent, I'm sure he's fine. Like, but can he's I just, looking out. Can I say, hearing you talk about this, I'm just recognizing how even in your marriage, this is something that you do. Mm-hmm. You, but you're so open to self-reflection to yes yeah so open to feel into other people's perspectives right that sometimes it starts to like get like get in get more in your mind right right yes your mind exactly oh wait oh wait no he's right holy shit I am quitting and I do want to get a house Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to be able to get a house if I don't have a job that's going to pay me x amount of dollars and dropping back oh my god material right Mm-hmm. Right. Oh my God. Okay. More stuff's coming this is up. It's all coming together. I love it. Okay. Let's keep going. So, so, um, I end up calling my boss back and I'm like, Hey, I've calmed down. I cowered. And I was like, Hey, I've calmed down. I'm not as mad anymore. I still need my job. Like, can I come? And he kind of made it seem like he was going to have to pull teeth to keep me, which is total shit. Yeah. I know that for a fact. It's mm-hmm. just a freaking power play and it's yeah. fine. Cause I was aware of it. So I let him have it, mm-hmm. whatever. But there was still just a part of me after I had that conversation, I went into my parents' house. I had the conversation in the driveway with my parents. I went into my parents' house and I was shaking. Mm. I felt like I was going to throw up. I started oh, to cry and I'm like, Oh my God, mom, like mom, I just talked to him and now, and now the thought of going back, look at me. And I was a wreck. And I was like, this is my freaking intuition. Like my physical body is now so coincided and tied in with my intuition that I'm physically sick because I'm not following. I'm not following my heart. I'm physically sick. I was sick. And I was like, Oh wait, okay. I'm not going. Mm -hmm. And then my mind was like, you're freaking dumb. Like you already quit. You asked for your job back. Now you're sick. So now you're not going to take it. Hello. Yeah. So I actually ended up calling the lady that had approached me a few months ago from the other company. And I said, Hey, this is what's happened. Does that offer still stand? And she's like, actually, I don't have a spot right now, but let me see what I can work out. And uh, waiting game. It's just a waiting game. Yeah. And so we kind of talked and she's like, I just, I just don't have a spot right now. Like I'm going to try my hardest to talk with the owner and try to find a spot because I really want you, but there's nothing da da da. So I had a meeting with the boss that I was, I had asked for my job back and I went to drive up there and he wasn't there. And I'm like, what the hell? Like we have a meeting to talk about my offer and about saying you're not here. Yeah. And it kind of pissed me off. So I texted the other lady from the other company and I said, Hey, I need to know right now. Do you have a spot? I'm just, I'm sick about this. I need to know. She's like, Oh my God, can we meet up for lunch? So we meet up for lunch instead and of doing the instead of doing the meeting with him and she proceeds to tell me, oh my God, the craziest thing happened. I just got off of the vacation. Well, come to find out her accounts payable person had a freaking stroke over the weekend. Oh my gosh, She's yeah. like, so the first thing that the boss said to me was, oh, well, there's Elena spot. Oh. And I'm like, I've just looked at her and I'm like, what? Dude. I try not to get too spiritual with people I don't know super well yeah, because but you're it can blown. freak people out. But I'm like, you mean to tell me that the person that whose job I'm going to come in and take yeah. had a freaking stroke? Yeah. Right and in the nick of time. Right. Like what? Yeah. 
Of course, you don't okay. want a that person to have a stroke, but also like yeah, of the course universe not. is at play here. Right. I'm like, what the mm. hell? Like the chances of her having a stroke that weekend, like mm. literally what mm-hmm. what the hell so she's like we have a spot she's like you. we have a spot for you and I was like okay well I want to make at least this amount and she's like yeah let me work it out sends me an offer later that day for more than I was making at RMI mm. and I'm like Dude. okay You're <laughs> I'll like, do that thank you god Jesus yeah but the, it's so weird but the weird thing about it is like yeah. I've been chasing the money mm. I like to have money yeah. it feels good right and they offered me good money and it's weird because I'm taking a week off, then I'm going to start there, but I'm like, I'm not attached to it. Yeah. I'm going to go work and I'm going to see how I feel. And if it feels right, hell yes. And if it doesn't, we'll figure something I'm, out. yeah, I'm going to figure something else out. And I've just come to accept the fact that I don't need the big best house, like yeah. the biggest, the best the house, you know, I don't need like, all I don't need all that safety. stuff. Mm. like I met my parents and it's ideal to get out but yeah. it's okay to stay there they don't want me to leave like yeah. you know what I mean right so I'm just going into it with no attachment to any mm. of it and then we've just been chasing the money so then yesterday I pull a tarot card and it was oh, I'm not going to be able to remember exactly what it was it was like the eight of pentacles or something oh king of pentacles reversed mm. all about having an unhealthy relationship with money and okay on one hand it's this but on the other hand which is the one I resonated with is are you letting money drive your life is your your chase for the money the big money affecting your relationships with your most sacred people Mm. and I was like holy shit it is but what's so beautiful about what you just shared is you weren't expecting to get more money. No, I wasn't. By following your heart, you got something that maybe you feel attached to, but also something that makes you feel a little bit better about right. going there. <laughs> yeah. And like, and quitting you, my job. This is something that makes me feel safe is money. And you didn't expect it, but here you are. But here I am. Yeah. You and know? now I have my offer that I needed. I'm starting mm-hmm. in a couple weeks and it's new and all of it's new and I'm excited but I'm not attached to it. Mm. I'm not going in there feeling like, oh, I'm a slave to these people and they own me. Right. You go about it a different way. No. If it doesn't feel right, bye. Well, it seems like your heart has guided you here. So Mm -hmm. keep following your heart. And And the chances of someone having a freaking stroke. Oh my gosh. And then him not being there for the meeting. Yeah, he wasn't there for the meeting. I sent her a text. Let's meet up. Hey, actually, (laughs) let's meet up. My freaking lady just had a stroke. Like, what yeah is that even real so for everyone listening this is synchronicity this is how shit works when you follow your heart and I mean god bless her who had Mm -hmm. the stroke and I hope everything turns out amazing I know she's an older lady and you know was close to retirement which doesn't make it better obviously I don't wish that on anybody but this is just the weird shit that happens yeah right and here I am and And then probably wouldn't be where you are now if you weren't aware of how you feel in your body because right that feeling was so intense for you for a reason you know right and it brought me back to it wasn't your path well leaving situations it could be like in my case a marriage and a job marriages are huge huge parts of life yep. jobs are huge parts of life mm. 
And it's crazy because I got the same feeling for both. Like, nope, I'm out. This doesn't feel right. This is not aligned with me. Mm. And then with trying to stay, like, for instance, in my marriage, I had super bad IBS. I went to the doctor for it because my stomach hurt constantly. Couldn't figure Mm. it out. Leave the marriage. No more IBS. Mm. It's gone. I didn't even know. Yeah. I talked to the boss that I tried to get my job back at for a split second. Go inside. Physically sick. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Obviously, it's not aligned. Mm. Our physical self is like really so much more intuitive than we know. Oh, it is. It's so much more connected than mm-hmm. we're even aware of. Oh, yeah. And then pulling the tarot card that's related to money. It just, if anything, yes, obviously, who doesn't like money? Yeah. It's going to be nice to be able to live comfortably and be able to buy a place where I don't have to be uncomfortable. Yeah. But also, it reality checked me in the way of like, oh, maybe I need to stop letting money run my life and get okay with maybe having the smaller, Mm. the not so nice, the, you know, like, obviously I need a reality check, right? You know, here I am. Oh, I love that. That's good, huh? It's so good. I know. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm going to say, where are you at now with it all? Just excited. And like you were saying, just not attached to the outcome. I'm not. You're just letting it be. I'm not attached to any outcome. I'm safe and I'm so freaking grateful for my parents because I don't know where I would be without them. And if you didn't have a safe space to go to, like, yeah, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where would I go if I didn't have my parents? So I'm super grateful for them. They're amazing. And, oh my gosh, you know, like things that. are just working out and it's weird because I know it's going to be beautiful. I just don't know exactly what it's like, but I'm there here you today. Are, you're in the question. Like yeah. you don't have to know where your life's gonna be. You don't have to know the answer to, you know, where am I gonna live? All these things. Like we don't have to know. We don't have to know. You're just guiding your life with your heart and your intuition and everything else follows. Yeah. And it does. Yep. I'm just following my heart. Oh my gosh, I love that. Speaking of that, this brings us into our topic. Our topic today is running and returning. There's a lot to go into here, but it's not physically running. Well, I guess sometimes it is physically yeah, running. Maybe, right? But as far as running, we mean running from feelings, emotions, feelings, life. emotions, being comfortable, like running Ooh. from uncomfortableness, <laughs> running from all of the things that makes us feel uncomfortable, all the things we don't want to face. All of those kinds of things. And also, it's human to run. So if you're doing this and you're aware of the fact that you do this, you don't want to be in the uncomfortable, it's okay. Right. It's normal. Yeah. Have compassion for that part of you that wants to run because that's our humanness. And then returning when you're on this spiritual path and, and have the intention to grow more or have the intention to try to heal certain aspects of yourself, whenever you have that intention, you will return. Yep. Just like we've talked about before. I think it was quite a while ago, but just spirituality, right? Like there's moments in my life where I feel so spiritual. I feel so connected. And then I have this part of me that's like, I don't want to be in this space anymore. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. And you kind of drop the spirituality for a second and get into whatever it is, but you always come back. Yeah. And then when you come back, you don't lose any of the progress you made before you pick back up where you left off and continue to grow. Yeah. And you are growing even in the running. So what are some ways that you would say that you run? 
Oh man. You want to start? <laughs> You're like, no, uh, it's dumb stuff. Smoking weed. Yeah. It's always been a way that I run. Mm. Um, I resonate with that too. I, oh my God. Food. Yeah. Food. When I'm stressed out, I want to eat. Yeah. It like takes me away. I watch my 600 pound life and like, I have this weird obsession with watching that show because I when they sit there and they're eating it's like holy shit I know like that feeling that you're getting oh my gosh, yeah it's like when you are feeling emotional and you're like oh I want is a Mexican food uh-huh. or like you know when you go and you eat way too much and then you decide to stop at Cold Stone on the way home because mm-hmm. it like fills this void within you yeah it totally does it does it like, totally does it's it, like a comfort it is it's comfort thing yeah. and I totally do that smoking vapes nicotine vapes taking a hit off a nicotine vape it's Mm -hmm. anything running is anything that takes you away at least in my from presence from your Mm -hmm. physical body in any way I even noticed it yesterday made the connection coffee does that for me oh yeah coffee yeah coffee makes me feel a certain way in my body that I don't have to be fully present I'm high I'm on a high yeah well think about it you wake up in the morning and you're like oh I'm so tired and being tired is uncomfortable you start to think about all the ways and all the things that you need to do throughout the day and it's like I'm feeling so tired right now like I can't not going to be able to do this if I don't have coffee yep and then you drink the coffee. You're like, oh my God, I got this. I can do this. And or you like, feel like you can get through your day, which mm-hmm. is okay too. We all do that all too. Do. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it is a way of escaping the tiredness when really, let's take a step back for a second. You wake up, you're feeling really tired. Maybe sit with, with feeling it. tired for a second because that also is a normal emotion. Right. It's uncomfortable to be tired when you know you have all this shit you have to get done in your day, but also... Let's be with the tired a little bit more and let's see. I'm the afternoon tiredness. Go get a coffee type of thing where my mind is like, you don't want a coffee. It's 4 p.m. You're not going to sleep good tonight if you drink a coffee. But then the little devil's like, but you want the coffee because it's going to feel good. And then you're going to buzz and then da 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 da. Oh, I love that we're different in that because I'm the one that wakes up in the morning. Well, I drink coffee every morning too. Yeah. Every morning. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. But that's just a way of running. And I guess like, in the ways that I run um my biggest one I mean I already said it but is running from the uncomfortable like whatever is uncomfortable for me I'm trying to run from you know I'm talking about how all I want is to create more space in my life for me but when I have space for me even if it's just an hour you're uncomfortable I'm trying uncomfortable. to fill it. And I'm like, oh, I could be mowing the lawn. I need to mow the lawn. Oh, I could be weeding outside. Oh, you know, I could run to the, to my work and get caught up. I'm thinking of all of these things that I could be doing because I'm uncomfortable when what I really want is space. Oh, I was reading my journal and I like, I sometimes I'll open my journal to previous pages. And I'm sure you do this too. And you're like, oh my God, I was wise. Yeah. Like I had it figured out then. Mm-hmm. Damn. But it talked about like always trying to do the next best thing to make your future self more comfortable. Mm. But in doing that, you're taking away from your present self, right. which is all we really have. It's like what we were just talking about earlier with time. Trying yeah. to say, this is where I want to get to. This is where I want to be. You know, like these are all the things I need to do to get to this place. And then when you actually get to that place, 
these are all the things I need to do to get for to the tomorrow. Next place. Like, yeah. And it's like, but if you can't, like you said last night, I just freaking did my lawn last night. Like if you have 20 minutes and you can either take a hot shower, which you know you need or hurry and mow your lawn and then take a five minute shower. That's yeah. not going to be productive because you're just going to hurry and do it. And then you're going to yeah. rush and then you got to get out the door. It's like, yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so real. It is so real. But like I was saying, the returning is also a thing. Yeah. If you are committed to healing yourself or I don't even like to say healing because we're always healing. Yeah. You know, I've that word has been not feeling like it's resonating with me so much because mm. it's more than that. It's so much more than and that. And we never get to a point where we're healed. We are healing. 24-7. For you know the yeah our entire life yeah but I guess what I'm trying to say is like if you if you have this part inside of you that is calling to be better let's say that mm. that's calling to be better or wanting more out of life or to feel more to fulfilled more about yourself yeah you will always return yep even if you run you will always return even if it's just for a split second and at the beginning it is at the beginning of your healing journey, it is like that. Sorry, guys, I was just getting a call. <clears throat> but at the beginning of your journey, it is like that. Like you, you know, you are more in the running than you are in the returning. It's like you're running all the time and you're not aware of the fact that you're running. But the second you become aware of the fact that you're running, you're returning. Right. Oh, my goodness. Autopilot is running. Right. Sorry, guys, I'm getting a call, but anyway, yeah, exactly. And you might not even be aware of how you run. It could be something as simple as you sit at a stoplight and instead of just sitting at the stoplight with yourself and spending time with your thoughts, you immediately open Instagram on your phone and start scrolling. Mm. Right. You know? Right. Or being outside with your kids while they're playing or even when you go to the park and your kids are playing on the playground and they're like, mom, look, mom, look, mom, look, and trying to get your attention, but you're so sucked into Instagram on your phone or texting or whatever you're doing. So important on that stupid freaking phone. Right. That's running. Yeah. That's running. Anything that takes you away from the present moment is basically running. Mm. Right. I love that so much. So I want to play a song that I heard the other day when I was thinking about the topic of running and returning. I was thinking about it and this song came on and it explained so perfectly the process of running and returning. And I texted Elena right after I listened to that and I was like, this is our topic because this is feeling so real. But the words of this song, I want everyone to listen to them. If you don't want to listen, you know, skip forward. But they are so perfectly... It perfectly explains running and returning. So what is it called? Who's it by? So <clears throat> it is by Mod Sun. If you guys have ever heard of him, we will have the link to the song and maybe not the link to the song, but we will at least have like his name and the name of the song in the description. So you guys can see if you don't get this right now, but it's called Runaway and it's Mod Sun, M-O-D-S-U-N. So We're going to play that right now, and then we will continue after. One, two, one, two, three, yeah. She can have that. Fuck it. She gotta have fun, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an 
Everything seems lonely and I'm feeling out of place Go to my favorite restaurant and let a newspaper hide my face And I run away Yeah. Let it out. 
That's crazy. Because it's so real. And like, I love songs that people write that are so relatable to every single person. Right. And this is one of those songs. Like we do, we lose ourselves for a while, get stuck in losing ourselves. And then something sparks and we start to be like, oh, okay. The returning, right? Right. We start to learn to love ourselves, even if it's just a glimpse of it. Right. You know, it's the only way back. Right. And a lot of people like get stuck in that, you know, get stuck in like feeling like they're lost and they've lost themselves, but it really comes all back to coming back into you and what fulfills your heart, right? Following your heart. Right. We're with ourselves 24 hours out of every single day. Yeah. We're with ourselves this entire lifetime. Right. Like if we learn to love ourselves, everything else is going to reflect it. Mm you know? Yeah. I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah. So I wanted to share that with you guys. And then also something that I've been thinking about as well today, it really hit me. Um, I just wrote, um, in my notes, it is our humanness that naturally feels the need to run. Then something always pulls us back when you're on the spiritual journey. And then I put being, so as far as like emotions go, being with our emotions instead of running running from them creates a whole new kind of space when you can just be with your emotions instead of running from them the emotions pass through you and there's so much more space Mm. rather than running and running and running from the emotion let it be let it wash over you whatever it is anger rage sadness whatever the thing is right space is created because of that right and also not getting so caught up in your emotions and being able to recognize that your emotions are not all of you no hell no they're your not. emotions are just a piece just of a part you. Mm-hmm. but we get stuck in the emotions because they're so overwhelming sometimes oh or yeah we're running we're running we're running that they're always there. Oh yeah. The longer you run away, the harder your emotions hit you when they do. Right. If you're running for two weeks straight, every single <clears throat> ounce of sadness, which I guarantee you, every single one of us experiences a couple minutes of every emotion every day. Mm, for sure. It's so crazy. Yeah. This morning I woke up and I was crying and I didn't know why. Mm. And I'm like, I caught myself trying to say, oh, it's because of this. It's because of that. It's because of this. It's because of that. And it's like, oh my God, I don't need a reason. I just want to cry for a sec. Mm-hmm. And I cried and then it was done. And then you felt better. Yeah. It's like, oh, so weird. Okay. My body just needs to release this. Yeah. For just a minute. Yeah. And if you feel it, it really does just pass. Yeah. Right. And then like recognizing that it's not all of us and it's just part of us. Like I love the freedom and how much space it creates. It feels so much more free. Right. To just recognize that like, whatever I'm feeling right now isn't all of me. It isn't because of this or that or this or that. It's just a piece of whatever it is, right? Oh yeah. It's our emotional side. What would they call that? The emotional one? Yeah. Ooh. Your emotional self. Yep. Yep. Wow. All of us have that and it's a part of us. And I don't know. I just love that. I love that concept. I think that's helped me a lot for sure. Especially because I am one who runs from my emotions a lot of the time. I think most of us do. Yeah. But being able to, to recognize that it's just a piece of me and it's not all of me makes it feel less hard. Oh yeah. Makes me feel like I can. Oh, I can oh, tap I can into this for a minute. For a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Even in school today, like 
Oh man, I went through every single emotion <laughs> from the beginning of the day. I woke up, I was so happy, so excited to do my last day of class. I was so ready for it. Then some things went down with my ex and everything flipped upside down, but I was allowing myself to be where I was and I was feeling frustrated and angry and stressed out and having a hard time being present as school began. <sighs> Ooh spider just freaking call call on my leg okay was it big huh well maybe that wasn't a spider but there was a spider on me earlier anyway it's another bug but yeah like I went through you know then I was like starting class I woke up so happy excited for class and then all of a sudden I'm starting class with all this frustration and anger and stressed the f out like so stressed out And I was trying really hard to just allow myself to be in all those feelings. But then here we go. I started running from them a little bit because I'm supposed to be in class and present and all, you know, and, but I'm not in that space. So I have this part of me that was like, I need to talk about this to presence myself so I can be here. And guess what? I allowed myself to feel frustrated. I shared it with the entire class, what had happened, how I was feeling. And when I recognized it and allowed myself to be with it after I shared because you gave it space. Yes. Yeah. After I shared, everything kind of just melted a little bit. It doesn't go away. It was still there, but it all kind of dissolved a little bit. And now here I am at the end of class and I feel good. I feel good now because yeah. I allowed it to be, you know, you gave it space within yourself and yeah. probably, yeah. Well, and they all thank you for sharing. Right. Yeah. And then we did a meditation afterwards and I cried through the entire meditation because all that frustration and anger is actually really tied to the sadness that I feel inside of not mm. feeling heard, not feeling seen, all of those things. And I let myself be with those things and I cried and everyone knows I don't cry. So holla fucking Luya, I cried. Good job. <laughs> I cried for a while, like seven minutes straight. And I even while I was crying this is something I really came aware of today is that I run from crying. I try to save myself. When I start crying, I try to stop it. But the meditation is about just being where I'm at. And I let it be, even though I recognize the part of me that was trying to run. I just bring myself back. Wow. Came back, let it out. And now I feel better. Right. You know? good for you that's beautiful I'm proud of you thanks dude I'm I'm proud proud of of you you. for crying thanks (laughs) I'm proud of you thank you for doing what you've done and following your heart and thank you it's crazy yeah I really think that this is going to probably help a lot of people just to hear your story of following your heart and how everything unfolded I hope I think it's beautiful that's the goal that's our goal that is the goal Yep. And there's also just one more thing I want to talk about before we close. Um, <clears throat> throughout this podcast, I mean, here we are on episode, I think this might be episode 37, something like that. We've talked about so much stuff in this realm of healing and awakening and consciousness and awareness, all of this stuff, like everything we talk about each episode, we have a moment where we go really deep and talk very deeply about things. And I want everybody to know, all of you guys listening out there, that when you're listening to our podcast, if you have, you know, this part of you that is like, this is so deep, like, I can't possibly understand what they're talking about, or you catch yourself feeling like really confused about what we're talking about. I just wanted to say, 
let all of the words and the things we talk about wash over you instead of fully trying to understand in your mind and cognitively. Because sometimes we can't fully understand, but through school, I'm learning that if you open yourself up to receiving what we're talking about, even if you don't fully understand, you're creating space and you're healing even if you don't recognize it. Right. Like you are creating space for those things to come in energetically, even if cognitively it doesn't make sense. Mm, so enter through the heart space. Yes. There you go. That's what I this episode it. should be. Oh, the title. About the heart. Mm, I love that. So yeah, I just wanted to give that little reminder and yeah, thank you guys for listening today and being with us. And yeah, thank you. Yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.